Blog Talk Radio. You can find us 
there. Just email us. We ain't got email in a while. Y'all come on, email the show. Let us know what you're thinking. You got some thoughts or whatever, ideas. We take all that, uh, whatever you want to talk about. But go ahead and send that on in. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can follow us on Twitter. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O, TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, IG, follow us on the gram, Instagram, at TTLO Radio. Same thing, at TTLO Radio. One more time, two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. If you want to follow us on Facebook, the Book of Faith, as my good friend, the good Dr. Michael Henderson tells us all the time, uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. You can find us there. And then the live streams are all up and running everywhere from what I can see. Uh, You can find us on all of your live streaming platforms. That means Facebook, YouTube. Uh, all of those we're live on on YouTube. We're live on at least five Facebook channels right now. So you can find us on any of those uh, mediums right now. Come on, say something when you check in. Do that for me. And it's also the church check-in. Yep, that's it. I remembered. It's the church check-in. Y'all know how we like it. The four-piece. I'm hungry, too. It's the four-piece check-in. Four-piece check-in. What's the four-pieces? I want to know what church did you go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 what church did you go to? Who preached? What was the scripture? And what was the sermon title? Yeah, the four piece check in. What church did you go to? Who preached? What was the sermon title? Mm-hmm. And what was the scripture? that they brought the word from. That's how you do the church check-in. So those of you watching uh, online, those of you listening on on Blog Talk Radio right now, wherever you might be, uh, you can call in with your church check-in if you want to. The number is always flying across the bottom of the screen somewhere, but you can call in. You can do all those wonderful, wonderful things. Uh, But look, do me a favor. Hit the share button, all that good stuff. If you're watching on our Facebook, on our YouTube page, hit that subscribe button and share that out to the people. Look, y'all, put it on your page. Let your friends know what you do at, in, I was going to say, in the midnight hour, but we don't want to know that. Let your friends know what you do at the 7 o'clock hour. Maybe we need to do a midnight show. You'll never find. Don't play that midnight gospel. You know, you know what we're going to do? I mean, let me finish this part. So you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download podcasts. You can find us there. You ready for an idea for my, for my, for my show? You ready? You ready? You ready? Ready. Okay, now you're ready. Yeah, you're ready. So. <laughs> first of all, you got to stay up that way. What's the first part? I can come in early and just fuck past that over here and set the alarm. <laughs> okay. Right, get out here about nine-ish and then set the alarm and wake up about 1030. I mean, sorry, 1130. I'll be good. Okay. Yeah. All right, you ready? Ready. The midnight show, you ready? Readings from the Song of Solomon. Oh, okay. In the midnight hour. See, I knew you was in. I knew, boy. You... Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm down. We're going to do the midnight readings from the Song of Solomon. TTLO after dog for married couples. Huh? What y'all, boy? What y'all think? I, I like that. We're going to talk about it after the show. We'll talk about it tonight. We gonna... I like TTLO after dog. I mean, but, you know, Keith would come on couple. at seven, eight o'clock. You, you know, you could just take over one of the, you know, one of the days. Maybe even, like, you know, on 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 Monday on or Friday. 
No, I'm talking about like, oh. <laughs> like right after. Right after the Q-Sweat go off? No, no, I'm talking about after. like right after we get off of the one show, uh-huh. we go in here and we set the mood. Just go in and, and then go right into the next yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, it ain't got to be long. Sweat hotel. We just read one song of Solomon and it, then break it down. And it ain't the Sweat Hotel. It's the Sweat of God Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. We gonna get it in. I'm telling y'all, that's gonna be at midnight. The midnight show. We gonna we gonna it's for married couples. We have some. We get some 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 some. Yeah. In the single single ministry, we we not singling nobody. No, else. but I'm just saying. But you know, we reading that song of Solomon. You know, that's for oh, that's for the married couples. Song of Solomon. He but was, like that's a good was, idea. He was saying some stuff. I mean, but we just read one chapter. We are gonna read one, and then we, we gonna. Not and we're going to be here. And then we're going to bring it down. Right. <laughs> Song of Solomon. Yeah. Y'all, what y'all think? I think I think, I think I like it. I think I like it. Mary Blackman said it sound like a plan. We're going to do some. People going to have their Cooper's Hall re- sweet red and romantic red wine. Oh, I'm like, what's this yellow radio thing came up over here, but it ain't over there. That's weird. That's oh. my screen behind over here. It looked like the. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. behind. Oh, you had that up again? Okay, anyway. No, no, no. Uh, I have none of <laughs> okay, maybe I'm real behind on this screen. Okay. Weird, but it's all right. Uh, but yeah, I'm thinking about that. Y'all think about that. Anyway, man, look, I hope y'all had a good weekend. Come on with your church check-in. I see Felicia, Felicia already did the church check-in. Felicia was, was with Pastor Talat. Hope I get the name right. Talat McNeely, the series, No Offense. <laughs> the No Offense message, pick your poison. Uh, the text comes from the book of Galatians 5.13, Matthew 11 and 6. Six, and then the proverb nineteen eleven and Matthew six and fourteen. I think I want to look up some of those. Let me take off the glasses and so I, look. Let me take off my glasses so I can see. Uh, you know what? I got these glasses. They tried. They asked me if I wanted the invisible uh, what you call this, but I that, that just feel like I have like uh, uh, I might have a seizure or something. If I uh, there is the D Brandon Campbell. Come on, sir, back in the shot town. I need to holler at you, my man. What's going on? Uh, come on on here and tell, look, come on back on the show and tell your business. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> right, you're the only one that can tell it. Come on on here and tell the business. My man, back from the big state, Lone Star. It was Texas, right? Yeah, Lone Star State of Texas. You said like, it's like, you said like talent. It's an Egyptian name. Oh, is it Talat? I thought it was Talat. I did say Talat, didn't I? Or did I say Pastor Talat? I might have said Talat. It's Talat. <laughs> Okay, so let me get this. Galatians 5 and 13. Turn with me, if you will, church, <laughs> to the book of Galatians uh, 5 and chapter 13. Let me read this one here. I'm reading from the, uh, which version of the Bible is this that came up on my screen? Let's see. Uh, for you were, nope, that ain't going to be the one I want to read. I'm going to skip that one. Let me go on over here because I don't like the way they started off. Let me grab it right here. Here we go. All right. King, King James and them has said, for that Galatians 5 and 13, for brethren, uh-huh, ye have been called unto liberty, uh, only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, mm, but by love serve one another. I like that. I like the way that has to add something on it. Now I'm going to give you this message. Message says, for you were called for freedom, brothers, but do not use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, rather serve one another through love. Mm, I, might, I feel like I got to read 14 uh, because 14 says, for the whole law is fulfilled in one statement, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I like that. I like that. That's good right there. Walter Jones, the good reverend Dr. Bishop, 
prelate. <laughs> What's going on? His most high reverend come through, come through for real. Hey, Brandon Campbell, hit me up, uh, inbox me, man. So we can talk. Uh, let me know when you want to pop on. Um, but I liked it. I liked it. What was the, what was the sermon title? Again, we're doing a church check-in. If you went to church yesterday, I need us to four-piece check-in, all four pieces, right? It ain't no good if you can't give me all four pieces. I need to know what church you went to. Mm-hmm. I need to know who preached. I need to know the scripture, and I need to know the sermon title. That's the four-piece check-in. Um, let me finish up with Felicia. Let me finish what she put on, on the plate. Felicia served her four-piece. Let me go back over here. She also has uh, Matthew 11 and 6. That was also a part of the scriptural text. Uh-huh, the scriptural text. I didn't like the way that sounded. It just sounded good coming out. Uh, Matthew 11 and 6. Read, daughter. Look, that's <laughs> Y'all should have saw her face. <laughs> I just want to holler that out one Sunday. I, I, this is what I need you to do. I'm going to give you a microphone in the balcony. <laughs> I'm going to give you a microphone in the balcony. And I'm going to say, I'm going to get up, I'm going to be my turn, my turn to preach. And I'm going to be like, uh, uh, First Chronicles 3 and 8, read. And then this voice is going to come. I'm going to have your mic set with an echo on it, too. It's going to be wonderful. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. They're going to be like, they're doing too much. They're <laughs> always doing stuff. Why they got to always see it? Always got to be some extra. extra. <laughs> Read all about it. <laughs> That's what we do. All right, Matthew 11 and 6. Matthew 11 6 says this, uh, and blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Okay, now I see how that go with the Now, now, now I'm, I'm following no offense. Uh, no offense, but pick your poison. Ah, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Let's get one more of them scriptures. Uh, Proverbs 19 and 11. That one sounds real familiar to me. Proverbs 19 and 11. Proverbs. Why do I get country when I get on this show? Proverbs, like an accent from somewhere that I ain't, that I don't belong. Proverbs 19 and 11. Proverbs 19 and 11 say, uh, the discretion of a man defers his anger. Ooh, that's good. And it is his glory to pass over a transgression. Oh, pick your poison, huh? No offense. I like that. I like that. I see what he was doing. I see what the what the what your preacher was what the law. Huh? I see what he was doing. Last scripture he gets here was Matthew six uh, and fourteen. Matthew. Ooh, I mean, real extra country for no reason. Matthew six and fourteen. Matthew six and fourteen. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna holler it out. Read. Uh, but Matthew 6 and 14 says, uh, I'm going to read the King James real quick. Matthew 6, 14 says, tells us, okay, for if, oh, yeah, this, all oh, this, oh, he preached good. I'm about to go back and, uh, where the clip at? Felicia, send me the uh, inbox. Again. I know I go through the inbox and find it from before. But send me the clip. This, this sounds like it was good. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses. I had to read. You got to read 15. You can't just read 14. Uh, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. I like that. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good right there. I like that. Come on, y'all with the church check in. He uh, say I pay $200 a day to hear me laugh. <laughs> come on. Come on, y'all. Do this church check in. I need y'all come on. check. Walter Jones, you was at somebody's church yesterday. Did you preach? Did your pastor preach? Uh, uh, D. Brandon Campbell, you are the, uh, what, what's the title they gave you when you come back here? You are the executive, administrative, upper crest level, uh, third layer uh, pastor somewhere. <laughs> I forgot what he put on the page. I ain't going to go back and search. But who preached yesterday? Y'all ought to be able to tell me something. 
Y'all need to be able to tell me something uh, about y'all church yesterday. I want your church check-in. What church did you go to or attend? If you preached, let me know that too. Uh, who preached? I'm going to tell Walter Jones, he can cash app that $200. <laughs> <laughs> right, send that to put the, put the T-Teller Radio Cash app up there. I don't even know what T-Teller Radio Cash app is. That's bad. T-Teller Media. Ain't it has the dollar sign T-Teller Radio? Yeah. It ain't media, is it? I thought so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we don't do all. We don't be, you know. Uh, Shante Bulis, there it is. Shante Bulis. Now you got to be looking it up. Shante Bulis says, uh, St. Paul uh, Missionary Baptist Church, Antoine Funches is the pastor. Uh-huh, Antoine and them, Antoine. Uh, he preached from Psalm, the, the, one, uh, the first division. See, now you know you old and Baptist. The first division of the Psalm. The third chapter. Uh, I'm expecting a miracle. Oh, I like that. I like you got me with the title already. You got me with the title. Let me see what this thing is because I really don't even remember. Now the bad part is I'm logged into my own cash app, so I don't know what that cash app is. But now I'm just curious to see what it is because I, I need to go back in here just to look and see. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't see nothing. I'm trying to find the one that I might have sent from TTLO. Oh, that, oh, it is. Okay, you're right, baby. You're right. Uh, dollar sign TTLO Media. Absolutely right. Anyway, all right, go. Uh, where's that? Where's that? Okay, let me get this uh, psalm and them. I was gonna say palm, but I was gonna be petty. <laughs> palm, the book of palm, the, the one and three. The book of psalm, psalm one and three. Oh, he, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he shall be like a tree. Yeah, that's the one. Uh huh. What is the first division? Huh? You girl, you now come on now, Felicia Brown. You know you ain't never heard an old preacher say the first the the, the, the first division of the song. It's the first chapter. <laughs> like they say the one hundred and third division of the song. I don't know why they said that. I don't know why, but you know because the book was divided up. I don't know. Help me out. Maybe one of my my biblical scholars, Walter uh, uh, D. Brandon Campbell. Uh, the D is for don't ask me what my first name is. But yeah, uh, <laughs> D is for don't ask. Um, but I like this. And he shall be uh, like a tree planted by the river of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Uh huh. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he do, ah, it will prosper up in here. Uh huh. I like that. Can I get the message Bible just in case you know we got some folk on here who won't read the Bible often? Uh, let me say this. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. You. Here you go. You're a tree replanted in Eden. Oh, I like that. Oh, can I get right there? You're a tree, uh-huh, replanted in Eden, bearing fresh fruit every month, never dropping a leaf, always in blossom. Oh, I like that. The Message Bible just, man, look here. I want to know who are the, who are the, uh, the, 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 the transcribers? For the Message Bible. I, y'all, have y'all seen that? Speaking of Bibles, we, we need to break that down. Uh, is, is Walter still on here? Have, have y'all looked at the Tony Evans Bible? The one that Tony Evans redid? Has anybody seen that Bible? I, I looked at some some different versions of it. And I was trying to see if they had a, a, a Kindle version. Because y'all know me and, and, big, me and, and books don't really... Uh, I need I need an online version because I don't have room for all them books and stuff. Uh, but have y'all seen the Tony Evans, uh, the Tony Evans Bible? I mean that thing is is 
Oh, it is on Kindle now. I'm see- Oh, wait a minute. No, it's not. I just tried to look it up real quick. Oh, yes, it is. CSB. Oh, no, it's not on, it's not on Kindle. Yeah, they don't have it on, on uh, huh? On the Kindle. Uh, on the Kindle. I'll be trying to. Though you have the Evans Bible, what you what you think of it, uh, Bro Jones? What you think, man? I, I need to know. That's that's because I, I I I you I saw some uh, somebody had posted some different. This was a couple years back, right when it was getting ready to get released, and somebody was posting some of his scriptures versus. Um, I'm sorry, not I shouldn't say his scriptures. People were posting his translation versus other translations, and I, I thought that was like man. But this brother sat back. And 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 rewrote the book. How y'all feel about that? Y'all can't be mad because how many times the book been rewrote? How y'all feel about that? Y'all, how y'all? I mean, good. Uh, Felicia says I heard it's supplemental. You should read King James first. Okay, all right. Well, you know, you know, hey. But yeah, I I am just I'm 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 curious. I'm mad that they don't have it on. It is not available on the Kindles. Uh. It, <laughs> so he got a commentary. What else he got here? Then there's a study Bible. Ah, it's not available on. Um, oh wait, nope, it's not. I'm gonna keep looking because it don't look, don't look like it's available. He says it's great, but it's not from the CSV version, so it ain't all him. Oh, oh, but it's from the CSV version, so it ain't all him. That's what he said. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. So he just. He just put some some sprinkle some stuff on it. Look, little, little oil, some stuff. You put a little put a little something on it. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, okay, that's good, that's good. All right, y'all. Hey, so um, did you did any of y'all see? Y'all know we we count down to the to the last few days of Lightfoot and them. Y'all know Lightfoot and them finna go. She up out of here. Was it the fifteenth? That's her last day. The fourteenth technically is her last day. Uh, she finally did an interview, and they asked her why she uh, – uh, Shanti said he got a check. You know what? <laughs> why, ain't nothing wrong with the check ministry. Now, the check ministry is a good ministry, y'all, you know. Now, there ain't nothing wrong with the check ministry now, you know. Uh, she said, yep, like Kojic did, their Bible, borrowed. Oh! <laughs> And once again, ladies and gentlemen, that is the good pastor, the bishop, the apostle, <laughs> Walter Jones. <laughs> oh, he said like the coaching did that Bible. You know them coaching people. Walter, wasn't you, uh, you with them people for a while? That's why they be looking for you. They, <laughs> wasn't you underneath them people? Wasn't you down in the down to the coaching them? Because you go, they go, they be looking for you, man. You go. They gonna come looking for you, man, with them long, uh, with they rolls and stuff on, and they little, uh, what's it called? Them they little hats and they beanies. Uh, he said, "Yeah, the tech rich word, just like the blue." I know that's right. Uh, come on, uh, Felicia said, "Did you see the dude in the Popeyes?" You know what? I'm gonna get to that, Felicia. Give me one second with that, because uh, I'm gonna come back to that. So yeah, anyway, they asked Lori Lightfoot. I just want to talk about this for one second. They asked Lori Lightfoot why she thinks she lost, and she said, she said she believes it was because of the violence in Chicago. Which is that's why she lost. That's a whole other question. <laughs> that ain't why she lost. Uh, then she said she believed that uh, it was in light of the George 
Floyd, after the George Floyd, whatever, my, you had just gotten off this lady, so first of all, that don't even, yeah, anybody holding you accountable for the George Floyd stuff. Um, some people said she was a little too rough on some side. I didn't remember she started doing the whole funny camp. She started being funny in her. She started trying to be funny and be more relatable um, or whatever. Yes, this is what it is. Uh, he said, I'm still with them, but I'm, but I'm a closeted Baptist. You know what? I'm not even reading Felicia's comment. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Felicia, nope. Mm-mm. Not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, she, but here, here's the deal. They they didn't like Lori. Lori didn't. You know what it was? And, and I could be wrong. I didn't feel like Lori Lightfoot was beholden to anybody. And what I mean by that is she kind of just kind of was in her own flow, and she never really had. When you saw her stand up up there, it was always a different group of people around her. It was never like – it didn't feel like the machine was behind her, like, like normally with Democratic mayors in Chicago. It didn't feel like the, the entire machine was behind her, and, and she probably rubs me the wrong way because y'all know she, you know she was about this tall, but she wasn't no punk. And, and you know, I think, I think that kind of people was like, uh, right, she couldn't be controlled. Exactly, Felicia. That's what it looked like. Now, again, not downtown, don't know what's going on in City Hall, but from the outside looking in, it didn't look like she could be controlled. Because I'll say this, had she got in and won again, she would have been mayor until she didn't want to no more. Let me say that just like that. Had she got in and won again, because I I I appreciated the 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 way she responded. I don't know if y'all saw her interview today when she asked, they asked her about the, the downtown people. Uh, uh, when they asked her about the kids going downtown and she was talking about, and she said, holding the parents count. She said, she's not talking about punitive damage, but she said, if your child, this is what she said in the interview. If your child comes downtown and tears up stuff, you, the parents are responsible. Why? Cause just like if your child goes to school and smashes three laptops, if your child go to school and take three laptops out the cabinet and decide he wants to monkey stuff all three of them at the same time, like he playing hopscotch, if he decides to do that on the laptop, who's responsible? Who we calling? Yo, you. You. Yo. We calling you. So, you know, that, that, so yeah, I, I'm, all, I'm, I'm all for that. You know, I'm, I wish Lori the best. Uh, I wonder, can we get an interview when she want to come in and hang out with us after she's no longer the mayor? Because, you know, when they the mayor, because I reached out to Brandon Johnson people, and I had, uh, let me, matter of fact, let me check the email real quick. I had uh, um, uh, Pat Dow give me his people information, his current, because, you know, he got his transition team in right now. I had her give me his information, and uh, nobody has responded as of yet. Uh, I want to I talk to Brother, brother, uh, brother Johnson and them. All right. Felicia, you brought up this, this, this Popeye's chicken thing. Can we talk about it just for a hot second? I'm going to give it a few moments. Tanya, put the time on me. Please. What time is it? It's 7.31. I'm going to give it to 7.36. We're going to give it five good minutes. So I don't know if y'all saw the video. I can't even play. I could probably play the video without, because uh, I know it's got a whole lot of cussing in it, so I, I can't play the audio. 
uh, on the video. Uh, but this 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 kid, I'm gonna say kid, uh, but this person decided he was gonna go to his job uh, and and start a uh, and start tearing up because apparently he had worked for 30 days a month. He had worked for about 30 some odd days and he did not get paid. The story says that the reason he did not get paid is because he did not submit his direct deposit information. Worked for three, for, for, worked for 30 days. That's at least two checks, at least two. Worked for 30 days, no check. And Popeyes' response is, is that it's because he didn't submit his direct deposit information. All right, can we pause right there? Let me help y'all. So, so I, y'all know I used to be in the corporate world for a good long, long, long time. And I worked for one of the largest banks in the world, J.P. Morgan Chase, formerly Bank One. Got it? Good. All right. Uh, part of my working there and the last company I worked for was I was in charge of payroll. Now, my budget ain't like Popeye's budget, but I was in charge of payroll. I handled a payroll, a monthly payroll that averaged out to about uh, $650,000 a month. Is that right? No, that's a year. Sorry. $650,000 a year. That was the payroll that I had. So people came in on the day that they come in, when they're onboarding, the first day, the onboarding day, when we say you got the job, come in and fill out your paperwork. You come in, you fill out your I-9, you fill out your W-4, you fill out uh, the sexual harassment policies, you fill out the right for this and that and the third, you fill out the right to be, it's a restaurant, so you have to, so because it's a restaurant, you got to have a food handler's, uh, everybody that works there gets some semblance of a food handler's license, you got to go through all of these processes, paperwork, shaking your head no, no to the food handler. So I was uh, saying no, that your first check doesn't have to always be paper. Oh, okay, got it. It don't have to be. No. But if you ain't got no information. Right. Right. But, you know, a lot of people get it confused that, like, you know, the first check, like people who do the first check, the regular check, mm-hmm. is that they want to test it out. Right. Before graying it out. Like, you know, but if they feel like the person knows their bank account yeah, a information, lot of, and I was gonna get to they that. will right. let it ride out into the sunset. So, thank you. So. The way that works is it is up to you. The onus is on you. So now, if you start today, today is May 1st. Today is May 1st. Uh, May 1st, if I started work at a job today, I'm expecting a check. Let's say, let's say, uh, let's say if I'm at, at my school, good old Christ the King. Shout out to Christ the King. Got a volleyball game tonight. Go boys. Uh, Root for y'all. All right. Uh, Christ the King gets paid on the 15th. And the 30th of every month, and that's only if the 15th falls on a work day and the 30th falls on a work day, right? 15th and 30th. So it's technically it's not really every two weeks because sometimes, you know how them days play out, you know, it is what it is, right? But however, don't matter. 
If on the 15th, I ain't got no money. Houston, we got a problem. If on the 15th, I ain't got nothing in my account, you ought to have a piece of paper for me. And if I ain't got that piece of paper, I'm going to come to you and say, hey, buddy, let me check. If you tell me, okay, here's the situation. Uh, You didn't give us your direct deposit, so we didn't get your check. Okay, so then my response is, okay, then where's my paper check? Now, here's the caveat. I've read this on three different reports. He wanted his money in cash. That's not true? What happened was... Come on, help me out. Educate he, me. Uh-huh. Um, the numbers. He, he wrote the numbers wrong. So somewhere in there, he when, when he filled it out... So he put the direct deposit in, he wrote the wrong numbers down. Wrote the wrong numbers Oh, down. buddy. It's all his fault. So when it was... Ten, like, you know, so this time around... Like, they don't do the know, three-week wait no more, uh, Felicia. Go ahead. So One this wait. time around, uh-huh. he this time around after this month, of course he wanted his money in cash and everything else because because now he's full. Uh-huh. But it was literally his fault. But the thing is, because it is his fault because he uh, wrote the numbers wrong. The thing is, like y'all knew that two weeks ago, so why y'all didn't say nothing to him? I was like, hey, your numbers are wrong. Did you, like, you, know, you mean after the first check? After the first check and everything. Or apparently you have put something in wrong to us. Can we get a, um, a piece of paper? All these all these regular schmegular banks, so I'm a, I'm, internet banks and everything yeah. else like that. He could have gave them a piece of paper with his Autom- you know, with his um, routing number and account number. So let's pause. So it was a user error. So let's pause right there. So this is what happens when your money gets deposited into. So guess what? His first check, somebody got it. <laughs> that first deposit, it went somewhere because see, if it didn't, it bounces back immediately. If it's a dead account or if it's whatever, it bounces back in 72 hours. 72 hours, it bounces back to the bank that issued it. Felicia said maybe he had time. <laughs> it bounces back to the bank. She, Felicia, she said, don't come for time. Uh, but <laughs> so, so here's the deal. If, it, if it's money, so if he, went, if he didn't get his check on the 15th, so now we get to, okay, we looked at it. This is, this, so now you go to the people. You say, hey, where's my check? Let's look at the deposit information. You pull it up. Sir, is this your account number? That ain't my number. Okay. We now know that. That's not your number. You clearly don't have the money. Now, corporate, again, corporate has to then go and trace said funds because what corporate ain't going to never do is pay you twice. They ain't going to never do that, trust me. They ain't going to pay you twice. But after about 72 hours, maybe five days, he should have gotten his replacement funds in the form of either a direct deposit to the right account or a paper check. No questions in between. The fact that he continued to work for the free 99 for another 14 days, that ain't Popeye's fault. Because what you should have did was say, you know what I'm going to do? I ain't got nothing. Now, mind you, he probably wanted his little job. So that's why he kept coming to work. I should say little job. But he probably wanted his job. Right. Y'all pray for me. He probably wanted his job, so he kept coming to work. But then, 
he realized he had, the, the second check was supposed to come. And apparently he didn't get no second check. Now that's a problem with Popeye's. Because at that point, Popeye should have said, you know what? We're going to send this brother a paper check with both payments on it and call it a day. Here's your check. So I, 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 I find it, I, I'm, I'm not going to blame Popeye's too much because this is why, this is why it is, this is why most companies now, they ask you to get a direct, most, most banks issue direct deposit forms now. Like you can go to your Chase app. We've gone over time. Thank you. You can, <laughs> they said we went over time. <laughs> right, way over. But most companies, issue you a most banks now you can go on your app and print out a direct deposit form chase has it right on the thing no excuse i uh bank uh, all the most of them do so it is what it is but i'm done with that all right look did anybody else do a church check-in anybody else let me see let me see let me see let me see who we got let's see we got some people on here and did everybody check in uh let's see let's see let's see all right 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 let's keep it going let's keep it going look we're gonna take a real quick break when we come back we're going to jump into uh, our conversation for tonight. The difference between prophets and narcissists. Huh? We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to be going for a hot bit. I got to give me some, uh, some agua, and, uh, and then we're going to come right back. Uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So anyway, in the meantime, in between time, let me give you a little bit of this. I can't remember the name of that song uh, to find it, and it's not in my I – thought I, I thought I saved it in the playlist, but apparently – I don't know where I saved it to. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we'll be, or maybe I'll put it under this one. Let me see. Nope, it ain't that easy. All right. We'll be right back, y'all. Who? Oh, Ramona did church second. We'll do it when we come back from the break. All righty then. Where's my song at? My man's with the I praise him in the morning time. <laughs> there it is. Be right back, y'all. Yeah. 
coming on back. Yes, yes. I praise him for what he's done. Because God has been so good to me. Huh? Yes. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Let's do this bridge real quick. I like this bar right here. What you finna say, Tom? Yes, I'm finna say You gotta keep the people updated about your progress and your weight loss. My progress? What? That's what you said. That's really what you had me turn to that one. You are All right, let me stop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. My um weight loss journey. I was supposed to fade that down. I did that real unprofessional. But anyway, my uh the weight since you brought it up, your weight loss. Anyway. You told everybody about it. No, but ain't no news to tell. Did nothing change. I mean, but you can still say you still remaining consistent. Yes, still. I am still at the. I am still consistent. I'm still sitting at that good two twenty two. Right. I'm still at the two twenty two. I'm trying to get to two twelve. I've lost three point six pounds. Oh, three point six. Yes. Okay, three point six. Yes. Come through. Three point six. I'll report to y'all back next next Monday. <laughs> Come through, 3.6. Come through. All right, all right, all right. Uh, we are back, y'all. So we're going to get into Oh, let me do this church check-in. Let me see what uh, Sister Ramona has said over here for the church. She said, what are you just singing? Nope, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I was playing. I was not singing, Ramona. Not at all. Uh, I, I told you, I know, I know my lane. I know my lane. Uh, Ramona Garrett says, what is this point six? I never understood that. Ounces, man, ounces. The three is the pounds. The point six is the ounces, man. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, why is this still playing? Okay. Uh, all right, let's go. So it says, it says, it says. Uh, Ramona says she was at the Ebenezer. Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. She said the the preacher was Daryl in person, pastor of the church. Uh, the scripture came from John, the Gospel of John, four and fifteen, uh, and the sermon title was Authentic Worshippers. Now I know my real folk already know what John four and fifteen say, huh? I shouldn't have to. I should. I really shouldn't have to even go and read. John the 14, but my real worshipers, they already know that, you know, it, where, where the, the real worshipers uh, should already know what that story is talking about, huh? The John, the 4, and the 15, but I'll give it to you. Anyway, it says these words. I'm going to read the King James, and I'm going to kick it on back to you. It says, the woman said unto him, sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. I'm going to say uh, that uh, uh, I'm going to need some more scripture. Because uh, it was a whole lot more scriptures than that. Uh, it was all the way to 24. Ramona, you cheat me out of scriptures. <laughs> right. I know I read more than one verse, Ramona. 
<laughs> but yeah, but yeah, that's that. That was the authentic worship because because if you if you if you read the whole thing, uh huh, you have to go all the way down the to the to the to the part here where it says, "But the hour comes," verse twenty three, uh huh, and now is yes, that's it. When the true worshiper, ah uh-huh, shall worship the Father in spirit. Have to put that. And in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. Then you get it at the. Then you get the. You get the whole thing. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Huh? That's it. That's it right there. That was good. Yeah, authentic worship. That that, that that's all it is. Because see, a lot of times, you know, we talked about that. We talked about authentic worship on Friday. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right, y'all. Let's get to this. Let's get to this. Let's get to this thing here. Let's get to it. I want to get. I want to put. Let's get to the meat and potatoes uh, of this here article. Uh, the not the difference between prophets and narcissists. The difference between prophets and narcissists. This for our, This article is by Mike Leak. Uh, Mike Leak is the lead pastor at the Calvary of Nehosho Church uh, in Missouri. And he's also the author of a book called Torn to Heal. Woo, my God. That looks like something I might need to look into. Mike, he's the author of a book called Torn to Heal. But he's a pastor at Calvary Church of Neosho, Missouri. Mm, that's good. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, this is what. You know what? I'm not, you know what? I, I didn't got off. I don't have. I don't have an iPad in front of me because I don't like looking over here. I like looking over here. That's okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it. No, it's not that one. It's normally the, the big white one, but you got that one upstairs. You can give me that one. See if I can get this one on real quick over here. Oh, it might be dead. Oh, no, it's coming on. It's coming on. It ain't going to be dead because it was charged. All right, let's get to it. The writer says this. He says, the days where Jeremiah was perilous days, uh, the days of Jeremiah were perilous days uh, where there was a competition on who was speaking the word of God. Mm, sound familiar? Jeremiah claimed to be speaking God's word. Uh, God's word. They were not welcome words. The words from Jeremiah. They were words of judgment, approaching disaster, and calls for repentance. The court prophets had a completely different message. They proclaimed a message of hope and prosperity, but claimed to be speaking for God. So you got two competing messages. She said, "I didn't say nothing about hair washing services on Sunday." Pastor, watch the head service on Sunday. Did I miss something? Or are you trying to be funny? I didn't either. <laughs> no, Pastor, watch did not have services on Sunday. The 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 um the faith works, and we'll talk about that when he come on. I I, I, let, I, let, I, I like to let people tell their own story. Amen, amen. Uh, but both people claim to be um both people claim to be speaking on behalf of God. Remember, the article is the difference between prophets and narcissists. Prophets and narcissists. Let me give you what narcissism is. We all know what, uh, she says, I don't know. (laughs) I know, Felicia, I've been back about two weeks. You ain't heard me shout out once in two weeks. Okay, all right. So narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder is really a mental health condition. Uh-huh. Uh people have an unreasonably high sense of their own self-importance. They need to seek much attention and they want people to admire them and then they lack understanding and they lack the ability to care about people and their feelings. 
That's like the most basic way I can give you what narcissism is. Huh? All right. Let's get back to it. Okay. So uh, the writer goes on to say, he said there was a, a fictional story that was shared. He says often reality. He said it was noted that a narcissist will often take the role of a prophet. The, ain't nothing to Google. The, she, that she over here lost. Talk, talk, talk to her. Send her a message on the side. Uh, <laughs> inbox. Inbox Tanya. All right. So he says, he says, it was noted that a narcissist will often take the role of a prophet. It is a part of his or her stage of devaluing that which he or she wants overwhelmed with love and affection. It's all for the purpose of control. But this can be incredibly confusing at certain stages. Narcissists can sound like prophets. They can even speak truth. They can be charming, perceptive, and their bold stance for truth can be appealing to Christians. And at times, a true prophet may sound like a narcissist, and the narcissist can sound prophetic. So here it is. You have to be careful with when you're trying to figure stuff out. And I say this for people who are easily swayed by what other people say people who are easy and you're easily swayed watch this when you're not rooted Uh oh i don't get no amen now i know that that's all right you're easily swayed when you're not rooted what does that mean that means because you're not rooted whichever way the wind blows the good wind whichever way a good wind blows that's the direction you going huh so a lot of times it's easy for narcissists to pull the wool over the eyes of the new convert, the new believer. Now, not only the new convert, the new believer, they can also pull the wool over the eyes of the seeker. The seeker. Watch this. The seeker. People who are seeking that connection with Christ. And see, a lot of times when you're seeking, when you're seeking, that's when you're most vulnerable. Mm. I might have said something. When you're seeking, that's when you're most vulnerable. Because, see, when you're out looking, you're open. You're out in the open. When you're, when you're, when you're searching, you're, 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 you're exposed. Right? And narcissists can play or prey on that seeking. Yeah, that's it, Felicia. Itching ears. That's exactly it. Right? So, 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 so let's, let's, get, let's, get, let's get to this. So here's how you can tell the difference. This is what the writer says. Here's how you can tell the difference. Prophets weep. Narcissists are fake empaths. Ooh. Nar- prophets weep. Narcissists are fake empaths. If you don't know what an empath is, let me help you out. That's an individual who feels more empathy than average humans. That's all it is. That's somebody who, who, who they, 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 have, they have a little bit more empathy than the average human. They're exceptionally sensitive to the emotions of others. That's the, that's the thought behind what an empath is. So they're, they're very open to emotions, and, and they, 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 it's real easy for others' emotions to overwhelm them, if you believe in that, right? Let's keep it going. All right, so... Jeremiah, y'all know Jeremiah. Jeremiah was done, bless you, Dorothy. Oh, Felicia gave me the scripture, right? About the itching ears, 2 Timothy 4 and 3, right? Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. The message which he was delivering was heart-wrenching. 
People didn't want to hear what Jeremiah had to say because Jeremiah was Jeremiah was scaring people. Huh? He was. Jeremiah was causing people some great distress with his conversation. People were afraid of what Jeremiah was saying because here's the deal. What Jeremiah was saying, watch this, it was not, ready for this? It wasn't popular. What Jeremiah was saying wasn't popular. It wasn't, it wasn't, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't making folk feel good, right? It, it, wasn't, it wasn't, people wasn't, people wasn't feeling real good about what this prophet Jeremiah was saying because a lot of it sounded like doom and gloom and people didn't want to hear that. That, well, I'm gonna get to that, uh, brother Tory. Don't die. Let, 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 let me let me let me stay. Let me stay. Let me stay. Let me stay. Uh, uh, but here's here's the situation. Here's the situation. I got you though. I got you. Uh, Jeremiah was bringing some bad news to the people, and the reason it was bad news is because of the fake news they were getting from the other side. Oh my God! I wish y'all would have got that right there. The reason the news that Jeremiah was bringing was bad news because they were getting fake news from somewhere else. Mm, come on now. I wish y'all would get this real quick. It's, 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 it's a funny thing that when the truth comes, people get angry about the truth. And the only time you get angry about the truth is when you've been lied to for so long. And, 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 and you, have to now, you have to now face the fact that what you've either, watch this, what you've been taught or what you've been teaching has been incorrect. Mm. I'm going to let that sit there. I'm going to let that marinate in somebody's spirit for a hot minute. You only get mad when you realize that what you've been taught or what you've been teaching is incorrect. Mm. Come on now. We got, we, we, we got, I need, I need y'all to get this. I need y'all to get this. I need y'all to get this with the, with the, with the utmost, uh, 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 expediency, right? This is this is a situation where where these people were 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 excited about the word that they were getting from these fake prophets, right? Here it is: the message which he was delivering was heart wrenching. He didn't want to give this message. It was fire in his bones that he was weary of having. Uh, brother Tory. Come on now. Uh, he wept. Come on now. He wept at the catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah had empathy. He says, my eyes are spent with weeping. My stomach churns because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. Huh? Come on now. Stay with me. Stay with me, people. Stay with me. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. I wish y'all would get it. I wish y'all would get it. This is, this is so important because we spend so much time running behind the person, running behind the individual, you know, and, and, and quiet as it's kept, I, I, I shouldn't say it this way, but everybody can have a narcissistic moment. You know real narcissists when you see them. Mm. You know real narcissists when you run into them. Huh? Come on now, don't miss it, don't miss it, don't miss it, don't miss it, don't miss it. Let's keep going. The writer says this. Now, that was, that was the prophet. Now, the narcissist can also weep. Felicia said the prophets of old didn't want to be known. Right, uh-oh, uh-oh, you're saying something now. You're saying something. Here's the narcissist. 
A narcissist can also weep. Mm. Uh, I wish you'd say something. Uh, the narcissist can also weep. A narcissist can even fake emotion and empathetic responses. Mm. I like this. He says, watch this, but they struggle with actual empathy. See, if you bring your tragedy to a narcissist, watch this. He will either engage in comparative suffering, or he may even try to one-up your suffering, or may try to listen but end up telling you how you feel. Watch this. Watch this. I came to you. Can I give you an example? I came to you telling you what was going on with me. You turned around and said, oh, I know. I've been there. Because I got one better. <laughs> or you turn around and tell me what I'm really feeling. How you going to tell me? I wish I had some help. How you going to tell me what I'm feeling? Come on. Um, those are not. <sighs> Narcissists come in several <laughs> ways. And like what you just described were one uppers, and that's a part so, of narcissism, though. That's and, part of it. But you know, I mean, I mean that also that's just part of poor communication and everything. Because a one a one upper or some is someone who has heard you, but I got to show you, like you know, like you know, so they don't, you know, they just they they lack communication skills. Narcissists will. Most of the time, they they will they they do have fake emotions and they will gaslight you and everything else like that. They'll make you they'll make you they'll make you believe that you are not you. Absolutely, absolutely. But we're we're we're, we're I, I get where you're going. We're talking about strictly from the comparison of the two between the prophet and the narcissist. So I, I get what you're saying, though, as far as the, the, the as absolutely what they will do. But we gonna, yeah, be- but I was just saying the, the what you had described to me was, I mean, well, I've known it to be as one-uppers and everything. And that's just, that has been deemed as, like, you just pure bad communication and everything. Because a lot of us do that sometimes. Like, we, th- we think we're listening to, you know, our friends and everything. But, like, girl, let me tell you. So it's just, like, you know, that, that's that's all I'm saying. But, you know, it could still be. A narcissist, but I was just saying that was just a pure communication style. There is a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference between. Uh, she said, "Narcissists are chameleons." Right. Uh, uh, narcissists have it is it is a it is a very um, it is a very sometimes it can be really subtle. It can be really subtle, and that's why I like this article so much. It can be really subtle. Watch this, because it says narcissists have become very skilled at faking empathy. They can seem as if they are great listeners and incredibly caring. They may even be the first person to check on you when you've gone through a tragedy, but watch this, but set up a boundary and see what happens. Huh? Do they respect your story? That's the difference between a prophet and a narcissist. The prophet respects your story. The narcissist does not respect your story. Right? Are they letting you tell your story, watch this, on your terms? Do they allow you to tell your story on your terms? It's your story. 
Who else can tell your story better than you? That's like me standing up and me giving, that's standing in front of the church and say, church, I want to give, uh, I want to, Brother Tory, I'm going to stand up Sunday and give the people your testimony. No. No. Now, the narcissist would say I could do it. I can tell my story. I can tell your story better than you. <laughs> Felicia Brown says a lot of pastors are, narciss- are narcissistic. I would say pastors, they're, they're, I would say some pastors have a lot of narcissistic tendencies. I would say that. I, 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 that's, it's believable because, it, because, it, it, because it's mixed in with a little bit of arrogance. Because oh, confidence and arrogance is a very thin line there. And so it's very, it's very, very possible. Felicia said, I had a pastor tell me I was at the wrong church and opened my eyes and said, you're wrong. He wanted me to join his church. Oh, wow. See, that's, see, that's, not, that's, not, that's not even prophetic. That's just, I want your membership. That's, <laughs> that's not even prophetic. That's, that's, how, that's how I want your membership. That's all that is. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. He said, the writer says, uh, are they letting you tell the story on your terms? Is your story being swallowed up by their own? So you shared your story about your loss, but now they've opened up and started talking about their loss. And now all of a sudden, what you're, the, so, so you spent 10 minutes telling your story. They spent 20 giving you their story. And then the next 30, y'all still talking about his story. <laughs> Never got back to yours. Now you find yourself helping this one because he has, because watch this, because the narcissist is really not equipped to deal with your, with your situation. So what he's comfortable with is we're putting it back on him and his story or her story, putting it back on their story so that they can then walk. I can operate in my own mess. I ain't going to get no help. I can operate in my own mess, but if I got to sit and listen to yours, see, first of all, first of all, see that that means there has to be some real care and concern. Let me pause. That's why pastoring ain't for everybody. Uh oh, I said what I said. That's why. That's why. That's why pastoring ain't for everybody. Everybody is not equipped, huh? Everybody is not equipped to take that walk. Everybody is not equipped. To, 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 to hear what you're going through. Watch this. Can you listen without giving advice? Ooh, Dorothy, you just said it. Narcissist is just selfish. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you got thought? You okay? Okay. <laughs> she making some faces over there, y'all. Uh, too bad I can't control her camera because I'd be like, mm. <laughs> So, so, so watch this, watch this. You have to be careful because see the narcissist, I like what the writer said. The narcissist will show up the first day you in the hospital. But then the narcissist story will be, I sat up at the hospital with her all night and I was there. Now the narcissist is at work the next day and I'm tired. Well, you know, I was, whoo, you know, so so-and-so called me and now we, now, now, despite knowing what the so-and-so called you about. All of a sudden now, it's about you being up all night with the so-and-so. You don't even tell people how the so-and-so doing. I wish I had it. <laughs> you don't even tell me about how the so-and-so doing. 
you tell me about how tired you were from hang from from being there for sister so and so. That's narcissism. That's because because it always comes back to you. It always comes back to you. So let's 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 dig a little deeper. Let's dig a little deeper. Let's dig a little deeper. God bless you, to sister sister Pence. What's going on? Uh, let's dig a little deeper. Prophets. Uh oh. Prophets. The writer says. Prophets are often vulnerable. Narcissists are, <laughs> I think that's vulnerable, like fake, vulnerable, F-A-U-X-N-E-R-A-B-E-L-E, vulnerable. Prophets are vulnerable. Narcissists are vulnerable. Think of Ezekiel. Y'all know Ezekiel. Come on. Ezekiel, he embodied his message. Watch this. Prophets look like what they talk about. See, y'all just missed it. Remember I tell y'all all the time, a shepherd ought to smell like his sheep. A shepherd ought to smell. Because if you've been tending to the sheep all day, you're going to smell like what you've been around. I ain't going to get no. He said on phone now. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> no, this time, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote folk. He wrote F-O too. <laughs> prophets. Pro- watch the thing of Ezekiel. It says he embodied his message. The prophets make themselves very vulnerable. They lay it all on the line, and they are often an open book. That's not the case with narcissists. Watch this. He says so. Here, so he said, here he turns to this book called Chuck, De, uh, not book. This writer called Chuck DeGroat, who has coined this excellent term, vulnerability. Vulnerability is what it means. Here are some characteristics of vulnerability. You ready for this? Contradictions. They're not consistent in their character. Woo! Lord have mercy. Huh? Talking about narcissists. Disclosures focus on the past. They only talk about back there. They have no vision. Watch this. Because if it's a prophet, he's speaking things yet to happen. Narcissists have a tendency to dwell. I wish I had a little help. Oh, God. Watch this. Then, next one, it says staged vulnerability. Tears on stage, little empathy face to face. Oh, my God. I'll say that again. When they're on stage and the lights are on and the cameras is blinking. <laughs> no singing for me. I ain't finna sing. What'd you say? You say, no sing. No, sing. sing. Yeah, because your acting skills. That's why I don't even try. <laughs> I don't even try. If I, if if a, if a water rolled down here, it it's real. <laughs> it don't, I don't I don't know how to fake the tears. I never have because I didn't. You know, I just don't. Let me keep going. Uh, ooh, victim mentality. Mm. She said, "How you a prophet? Your lights off. You know what? Yes, Felicia. Lord have mercy." But they have victim mentality. Always, it was, what happened to them? The next one. There's a lack of curiosity. This is huge. 
When I, saw, when I read this earlier, I almost hollered. Narcissists have a lack of curiosity. What, is that, what do I mean by lack of curiosity? Narcissists will never inquire about your life. Narcissists will never inquire about how you're doing, how you're holding up. The narcissist say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a narcissist. You look like you're doing better. <laughs> That's the narcissist. You look like you're doing better. The Obi would be like, yeah, you look like you stank. That's what, <laughs> That's what I want to say. <laughs> but that's what they do. There's a lack of curiosity with the narcissist. Watch this. Watch this. You ready for this one? Oversharing. Oversharing. The narcissist will overshare. They would, the narcissist will tell you stuff that you had no interest in. The narcissist will tell you, and you'll be like, I you know, I didn't ask you about. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what what happened over here. That's what they, 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 they because because again, that oversharing does what in their eyes it elevates them. We should say the sad part about it is it stems from a deep emotional insecurity that's felt that or they felt as children probably, especially if they came from a household with none with uh, many. where the attention was greatly divided. Watch this. Self-referencing. Always I. I. Me. I. Me. Me. I. Me. I. I. Me. <laughs> me. I. That's what I was saying. I. Me. And me. I. Everything is I. Me. Me and I. Always self-referencing. Again, again, the writer says this. Narcissist has often mastered how to appear vulnerable. I'm telling you, it's, 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 it, it, they do. They've mastered how to appear vulnerable. But look for some of these tales, the ones up top. Look for some of these tales. The narcissist has to be in control, and so true, vulnerability isn't an option. Watch this. They have to be in control so much that they'll never allow themselves to be vulnerable. They have to be driving all the time. All the time. Guess they didn't like the song, Jesus Take the Wheel. They, they, they have to be driving all the time. Sister Pitt says, yes, God, but me and I. Yeah, not God, but me and I. Right. Watch this. Ask about a present sin or struggle that the narcissist has not yet gotten mastery over. Are they asking questions or making statements? That is often the biggest tale. Now, here's the other side. You ready for this? Uh, Felicia says, I'm in a women's ministry with one. My pastor has to constantly redirect her to answer the question because she goes on and on about her talents and life. Those are the people you have to be wary of, especially in leadership. I can deal with them on a, on a, on a, uh, um, a peer level. But when you start to see them, and when I say leadership, I mean, I don't care if you're in your church, in your business, your job, wherever it is, you, it's, it's like that, that, that can wear on you. See, if, it, if you just appear, that means I can step away from you at any time. Like, go back to your desk, stop talking to me. <laughs> you know, I can, I can do that. But see, when they're in leadership or, or whatever, and it's always about them. And here's the deal when you, when you, when you hear people. 
when people are giving now when I if I'm giving my testimony, then of course I'm going to use I and me when I'm giving my testimony. Then this should the the words I and me you should hear often. But if I'm now praying for you or having a conversation with you about your situation, those eyes and me's should go from this amount to little to none. Dorothy say selfish, just tell it like me. <laughs> she on that word selfish. <laughs> You're right about it. But that's what it is. And a lot of times it's it's selfish. Watch this. Sometimes it's because they don't know what to do. Can we put a pin right there? Sometimes it's because they don't know what to do. What do you mean, preacher? Uh, they're not equipped. They're not equipped for the concept. That's why I said once again, Pastoring ain't for everybody. See, one of the one of the one of the, one of the jobs of the shepherd is not just to wrangle all the sheep together, right? That ain't that ain't, that ain't that's the one job. But the other job is you got to constantly watch this, inspect your sheep. Ooh, ooh, y'all stay with me, stay with me right here. You, ooh, God, thank you, Holy Ghost. You got to constantly inspect your sheep. What does that mean? That means I got to come down off the mountain. Ah. Uh, my God. That means I got to come down off the mountain. Slide out that pulpit. I got to come down out the mountain. Oh, I wish I had something in my... Uh, 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 come down off, off the mountain, right? Then, then, then... Tanya, Tanya, can you give me this, 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 uh, this, this candy jar right here? I promise I ain't going to eat none. I promise I ain't going to eat none. I promise I ain't going to eat none. Plus, all, all the candy on top, I don't like good. So I, I can do this. Thanks. All right. So, 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 y'all see this here? Y'all see this here? So, so, ooh, it smells so good. Bless the Lord. Uh, I ain't gonna eat none. So, so this, 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 the, the, I got to come down off the mountain, right? I got to come down off the mountain and get to the sheep. This, I'm using this as my, this gonna be my sheep right here. Y'all pray I don't eat nothing. I ain't gonna eat nothing. She watching me. I promise y'all I ain't gonna eat nothing because I don't even want none of this. Uh, but this the sheep. Now I got to get my hand. Down up in here. I'm just rattling the paper. She over there nervous. <laughs> I bet hold one up and throw it at her. <laughs> anyway, but look, I got to get my hands in here and watch this. I got to get my hands in here and I got to start inspecting the wool. I got to dig around and check and make sure that my sheep, each individual one, I wish I had some help, is in good condition. Because there might be something in his or her wool, oh my God, that might be causing him or her illness. So I got to dig around. Oh my God, help me now. I feel like preaching. I got to dig around in, my, in the wool. I got to check them sheep out. And then once I pass that one on, I got to get another one and another one and another. I got to keep going on all the sheep. Now, watch this. She said, well, I don't have all that candy. We keep candy in the studio. Dorothy, we keep it in here. Watch this. We keep it in all the time. You don't ever see a candy when you walk past the door. It's two jars. Anyway, <laughs> it's two jars. Two jars. Anyway, 
She go through the front door, go through the side door door to get you a little snack on your way out. But anyway, <laughs> anyway you got to check each end of you got to be checking constantly. Now watch this. I ain't talking about you mega church pastors because that's why you have ministry leaders to help you with your inspection process. But if you are pastoring the church and you got less than 200 active members, you ought to be spending some time with your sheep. Even the ones that constantly get on your nerves. Oh God. Huh? Because if you grab that one that's always getting on your nerves and you do some digging in the wool, what you might find, let me pull out this nasty almond joy because I know I ain't going to eat that. What you might find is something that don't belong and you might be able to help redirect them and you might find out the reason they're getting on your nerves it's because there's something that's attached to them. Oh, God, I just, this feels good to me right now. There's something that's attached to not the candy. There's something that's attached to them, come on now, that don't belong on them. And if you do some inspection, mm, my God. Please, I just found out about benevolence. It says, I heard she left because the church wouldn't give, wouldn't give her none. They only asked to see her bank statement, and she redacted all the info they were they are very sneaky. Who is benevolence? I heard she left. I don't know. Who, who, I believe she's trying to say somebody else's name, and I'm slow, so help me out. The benevolence, she left a church. All right, so, so that's the difference, right? That, so that, that, that's, that's what you, 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 got, you got to smell like your, your sheep. Now watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, uh, prophets speak truth. You ready? Prophets speak truth and leave the results to God. Mm. Prophets speak truth and leave the results to God. Narcissists, you ready for this? Narcissists speak half truth and then force the results. I like I done, I done taught myself happy. Prophets speak and leave. Prophet speaks the truth and leave the results to God. Narcissists speak half truths and force results. My my my. If y'all ain't shared this, I don't know what y'all waiting on. My 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 my. Oh Lord, this thing is rich. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, a prophet. Will 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 very passionately and persuasively share God's message. Passionately and persuasively share God's message. They are definitely invested in whether or not their hearer responds. Right? They are they they they, they are they are wholeheartedly concerned with whether or not their hearer responds to what they were told. Because otherwise, you just are preaching. Or in the words of the late, great uh, Bishop James Brown, you're talking loud, ain't saying nothing. Huh? Watch this. Watch it. Here's an example. Jonah's uh, disinterested posture toward Nineveh 
is an anomaly. The prophets cared about response, but they did not force a response. Oh, my God. This just helped me with something real quick. I just, it just, I thank you. Oh, this is so good. The prophets cared about a response, but they did not force a response. They were not controlling. They were not bullies. They were proclaimed truth and left the results to God. My God today. My, 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 my God today. Here, here is here is here is how you this is here's how you can take this and run with it. Run, I'm gonna, if I can break it down a little bit more. I give you what the Bible says. I give you the instruction. Let's just say we're talking about praise and worship. I give you the definition and the description of what praise looks like in the Bible. I stand up before you and I proclaim what the Bible says about the, uh, the, the, the posture of worship and the posture of praise and what it looks like, what it sounds like, and what it smells like. Now, I did my job. I gave it to you. Now, I'm, I'm deeply concerned at your response because I want to see how you respond to the truth that I just gave you. Here's a couple of ways. People can respond when they've heard the truth. They can immediately act on it. God said it. God said I'm supposed to lift my hands when I'm in the sanctuary. I'm going to lift my hands. God said I should, I should raise my voice. God said I should leap for joy. God said I should run. God said I should break out. God said I should dance. God, God said all these things. And so I'm going to do it. Because that's what God said. Not because that preacher, that bald-headed preacher said it, but because God said it. Watch this. That's one response. Then there's the other response. You, re- you read me once in the Bible, but I don't believe it take all that. I don't care what you say. I don't like him no way. <laughs> ain't singing a song I want to hear. I don't care when he going to sit down. Always telling me to clap. Always telling me to stand up. Always asking me why I ain't clapping. Always looking at me outside my head because I'm just sitting here looking at him. I'm looking at him. You looking at me? I'm looking at you while we sitting here standing all this time. Come on, move on with the next part of the service. Don't nobody care whether not ain't nobody clapping. That's the other side. They cared, but they did not force a response. Meaning, watch this. I ain't going to pump and prime you. Huh? Pastor, I already told y'all yesterday. Ought to be an extra check for pumping and priming. <laughs> if I got to stoke the fire, ought to be an extra check. <laughs> what you finna say? I owe some residuals. <laughs> Back pay with know. interest. <laughs> don't do it, don't do it. For several jobs. <laughs> Matter of fact, go ta- go go get you another W four so you can tell them you got some unexpected earnings coming. No, you write that off as donations. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. Miss Benevolent Ben replay. <laughs> okay, I see you now, Felicia. She said they don't act like they are better than everybody 
uh, to the church. They are part of the body, not a superstar to the body. Oh, sorry, not superior. Why are you superstar? Not superior to the body. Uh, Brother Tory says, Miss Bedevil has been replaced with Mr. and Mrs. Truculent. Oh, Lord, help us, Jesus. All right, here we go, here we go. Well, again, we're talking about the differences between prophets and narcissists. There is a phrase that John Newton uh, liked to use. He saw the difference between notions in the heart and notions in the head. That which was in the heart would lead to action and affection. But notions in the head typically led to a cold and formal religion. Let me read that again for y'all because y'all might have missed it. John says, John Newton says, he saw the difference between notions in the heart and notions in the head. Notions, N-O-T-I-O-N-S. He said this, notions in the heart would lead to action and affection. But notions in the head typically led to a cold and formal religion. And he liked to refer to some as banging notions in the head. He's not using the word, but I like to think Newton is describing a narcissistic tendency. A narcissist doesn't have curiosity. They can't handle diversity of thought and opinion. Ooh, I'm going to get there. Their word is colored in black and white with the narcissist being the handler of the varying shades. Can we pause and go back? A narcissist cannot handle the diversity of thought and opinion. What does that mean? If it ain't what I wanted to do, I don't care how valuable your thought is. I don't care how much experience you have in the area. This is what we doing, and this is what I said we going to do, and this is what it is. Can I take it a step further? You have had clashes, oh God, help me, Holy Ghost, with narcissists before. They will avoid you and make moves that make no sense. Help me, Holy Ghost. Make moves that make no sense. And tell you about it after the fact. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Watch out now. They will make moves, tell you about it after the fact, and then sit back and watch and wonder why it failed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is, this is, this is blessing my whole spirit. Because, see, 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 they, 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 they don't like to be challenged. They don't like to be questioned. Narcissists want what's called a rubber stamp. My God. Narcissists want you to just say, they want a room full of these. You know how you can tell a narcissist? Look at who they surround themselves with. D. Can I help you? I know what it's like to have cheerleaders. I know it's like that, but it's like to have chili eaters. So that's what that's what chili eaters do. <laughs> Ramona said, "We talking about Trump? Could be. He 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 he's one. <laughs> he's one. Watch this. I know it's like to have chili eaters. What I mean by chili eaters? People who are always in the corner. Them people, right? But ask me." Who I sit at the table with. 
I never said, <laughs> Tanya can tell you, they, I think they like me, <laughs> but ain't none of my cheerleaders, none of my mentors, none of the people I talk to are my cheerleaders. Now, they, they'll, they'll celebrate me if it's if, 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 uh, a milestone. They'll, 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 they'll do that, but, but they ain't never finna just be in the back like, everything. Because, see, you really don't need people like that around you. Because, see, them people, they'll clap all day. They'll clap all day. But, see, those are the people that a narcissist will surround himself with. Ah, let me keep going. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. If you disagree with the narcissist, whoo, they will not be able to articulate, articulate, articulate. I'm going to learn how to read tomorrow. They will not be able to articulate your position effectively. Huh? Come on, stay with me. Stay with me. Let me say it again. If you disagree with the narcissist, meaning I'm going to, you gave me your opinion, I'm going to tell you why I disagree. Now, if you're really listening to me, you can, you can literally repeat back to me on the reason that I disagreed with you. But a narcissist will never be able to do that. You know what a narcissist will do? He will turn around your disagreement and say, he ain't want to do it because, you know, because uh, uh, I, I didn't like his opinion. Or he ain't want to do it because he ain't like me no way. That's why he voted no, because he ain't never liked me. Or she voted this. Or he said that. Or he said this or that. Or he wrote this that way. Cause he, yes, she said flying monkeys. Lord have mercy. You're right, though, Felicia. Felicia, absolutely. The narc I knew said she was homeless for seven years. I made a mistake of asking why, and she got mad. Why didn't you, why did you tell me that? Exactly. Huh? Watch this. Now, now, again, if you disagree with the narcissist, they will not be able to articulate your position effectively. A prophet can do this, though. A prophet can listen. What happens when you disagree with a prophet? Typically, the prophet weeps as he then turns you over to the Lord's care. He entrusts you to the Lord. If I come to you and I've given you as a prophet, if I've given you the word of God earnestly and broke it down as, as, as simple as possible, and you still choose to, to, to disagree, all I can do is pray and, and, and turn you over to God. That's what a prophet will do. That's what a leader will do. I ain't going to beat you up about it. I ain't going to beat you up about it. I'm going to give it to you. Right? Now, a narcissist, on the other hand, a narcissist will fight you until you line up with them. Huh. A narcissist will, 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 will fight you, will probably dog you out to your face and behind your back. Oh, I'm talking the truth now. A narcissist will continue down this path or do whatever he needs to do to convince you that he or she is right. Oh, my God, I'm trying. I'm trying. Watch this. I'm trying, Dorothy. I'm trying. So he said the famous line, if I draw you to God, it's free. If I draw you to me, it's a fee. Wow. The narcissist, Ramona said, the narcissist will say, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. I know that. See? See? Ah, uh, my God. Watch this. Watch this. A narcissist will fight you, will fight until you line up. Here's the picture. Here's the picture of a narcissist. Y'all ready? Watch this. 
But when others do not behave the way the narcissist want them to, they become unsettled and easily upset as they do not know what to expect next as others and things are not going according to their plans. A textbook narcissist demands, watch this now, others say or do whatever they want so they can reach their delusional goals as other people are simply characters in their play as they often will not consider others a real human being with thoughts and feelings. What are you saying? What am I, what did I just tell you? If I say I ain't got it, oh my God, this one, I'm going to step on some toes in some churches right now. Your church, your people will tell you they ain't got it. And if they have shown you that they ain't got it, you beating them over the head with scripture, beating them over the head with some lessons that you learned way back when, you coming at it, trying to come at it from a different angle. Look, I told you in the front door, like we say, I told you in the door I ain't got it. Now here you come trying to come through the back door. Uh, it's still me. I still ain't got it. Well, I still don't agree. If I told you on this side that I didn't agree and I wasn't going to be able to accommodate, now you done went around the block, drove all the way around the block through the alley, then knocked on the back door, crept through the backyard, and then come through the back door knocking, talking about some, hey, uh, remember what I asked you in the front door? No! Well, see, that's a narcissist. Because I can't accept your no. So I got to figure out another way to get you to buy in to what I'm selling. Watch this. Watch this. Stay with me. You must not love the Lord. Because if you love the Lord, you would do what I told you to do. Uh-oh. Let me take a sip of this here ass. Huh? It's, 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 it's amazing to me because they never, because I love this, that narcissists will treat you like you are just a character in their play. Huh? It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that they, they, they and, and again, so caught up in self, Dorothy, going back to your word, selfish, so caught up in self that they cannot see what's obvious in front of them. And here's the delusional side, because the writer used the term delusional goal. Sometimes the delusion blinds them so much that they don't even realize that what they're asking for is is not only ridiculous, but by asking for the, how much harm they're actually causing. And they don't realize that they're causing levels of distrust. And they don't realize that your narcissism as the leader is affecting me as the sheep. And if I'm a young sheep, if I'm a novice, if I'm not rooted and grounded, guess what? 
I'm going to blame the whole church for your narcissism. My, 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 my. I'm going to blame the whole church. And ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to Church Hurt. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, church hurt, church hurt has just entered the building. Because it ain't the church. It's the people. The building didn't do nothing to you. It's the narcissistic, arrogant, over-the-top, mean people <laughs> that did the hurt. And when you, the narcissist, can't see that, because here's what the narcissist will say. The narcissist will turn around and say, oh, well, that's just how they are. So you just ignored this book, this, this whole stab wound <laughs> this, that they just took out my whole spleen in the back. <laughs> I walked from the back of the church to the front. I went to the bathroom, and I got stabbed and cut up. And here I come back telling you I'm bleeding, pastor, pastor, bishop, apostle. They jumped me spiritually in the bathroom. They attacked me. And I'm coming to you to tell you, and your response is, well, you know, that's just our sister so-and-so. She's been that way since I was a kid. Say that again. Right. That's why that's why that's why we've grown. That's why we've grown. I ain't talking about Tanya wants to lay hands, y'all. She be that ain't your that ain't your gifting. That's not your gifting. That's not your gifting. Laying of hands. That's not your spiritual gift. That's not it. Say mm mm. <laughs> Thank you. That's not your that's not your gift, laying of, the laying of the hands. That's not your that's not your gift. <laughs> But it's the people. The prophet will recognize that and, and address it. The prophet will say, I see your hurt and your pain. I recognize your hurt and your pain. And watch this. And because he's really a prophet, he already know when he see you come from the back and then he see who else came from the back, he's going to already know, oh, this dog on some so-and-so did it again. Let me fix this right now. Huh? Let me let me finish this up because this was good, y'all. Let me knock this out. Let me knock this out. So so so. In conclusion, as I get ready to close, <laughs> this is what the writer said. This is what the writer says. He says there are a few more signs that might help you discern between a narcissist and a prophet. Watch this. You ready for this one? Narcissists will tend to isolate and try to gather a following. Let me say it again. The narcissist tries to isolate and gather a following. Right? Let me get let me let me let me talk to you for a minute. Sister K, let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. That's 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 the narcissist. Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. That's the that's what the narcissist does. Let me let me let me holler at you real quick, uh Sister Brown. Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Sister Pitts, let me holler at you real quick. See, you know, cause see, see, I said what I said to everybody. Right, my first clothes, Felicia, you're right, this is my first clothes. I said what I said to everybody, right? I stood up tall, and I said what I said to everybody, but now I saw that it was not well received. Mm. I ain't get too many amens. So because I ain't get too many amens on my delusional goal, mm, 
Watch this. Now I got to divide and conquer. Come in, Sister King. Let me talk to you for a second. Let me talk to you for a second. Sister Brown, Sister Brown, let me let me holler at you real quick. Miss Gibson, Miss Gibson, let me talk to you for a few moments. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you for a minute. Let me see if Felicia says she needs to call in. You know the number? 323-870-4375. Call in numbers. <laughs> it might be on the screen. I don't know. But there it is. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Then it says, uh, a prophet is more community and other-oriented. I wish y'all would get this right here. A prophet is more community and other-oriented. What does that mean? A prophet wants to constantly speak to the masses. A prophet wants to constantly let you know that he cares about all the people, not just my hand-picked, selected few. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is that? I think we got a call. I think this is Sister Felicia. Hold on, let me get you in here. Uh, Sister Brown, hello and welcome to the CTLO Show. Praise the Lord. Thanks, members and friends. <laughs> What's going on, lady? Oh, my God. I'm going to tell this story real fast. Okay, tell the lady I was talking about. Huh? Tell it. What you say? Oh, okay. We had a uh we had a, like our church Christmas party at this um we had it like at the park dishes or whatever or like that. And so when we got there, you know, it had like signs or whatever saying it was kind of funny because we was like, okay, where's the party at? Because it was a whole bunch of rooms. And so she the lady just pointed right to one room. And I'm thinking, oh, so we just standing outside the room, and we opened it and they opened the door. I said, that's the lady from the church. She was having her own ministry while we was having our Christmas party. And I'm thinking, that is so disrespectful. Wow. That's, that's, that's doing like, a lot. Yeah. So I was like, it, I mean, am I wrong for thinking that? You couldn't move it nowhere else? Why did you have to do it on the day of the church Christmas party? What? And then he was like, all these people we didn't know, they didn't go to our church. Wow. So instead of yeah, inviting everybody to the instead of inviting everybody to the fellowship, you took this opportunity to be there, and then you gonna have uh, you you gonna host your own personal ministry. Yes, but let me tell you what how good my pastor is and how blessed Uh-oh. he is because he asked him to she asked him to speak at her thing, and he left the Christmas party and spoke in her her ministry thing. I said that take a lot. Because I would have been like, no, I'm not speaking at your stuff. You disrespecting the church. Wow, wow. But see that that so but I, see so that. Rolling my ass every Sunday. But <laughs> don't don't roll them too hard. Don't roll them too hard. <laughs> Bless you, Sister Brown. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling right. in, baby. Thank you. All right. Bye. So watch this. I I I I get this so much, right? I get this so much. This is how you know people have deep narcissistic tendencies. When there are people who are separate from their select few, you often will find them sitting alone, isolated with those people. What do you mean? I'm only going to sit with the Kool-Aid drinkers. I'm only going to sit with the ones that have already drunk the Kool-Aid because over here, I don't have to worry about being 
vulnerable or this is the only place where I feel like I can be vulnerable. But what you don't realize is because I only want to sit around these five or six, I'm isolating myself from the other 50, 60, or 70. And that's where you lose your sheep. That totally goes against the parable of the 99 and the 1. You can't be only focused on them. you got to be focused on each individual one. Let me keep going so I can do my second close, Felicia. A prophet is more community and other-oriented, right? The key here is whether or not the goal and the aim is God. That's the key, whether or not the goal and the aim is God. Even the harshest words of the prophet, watch this, even the worst, the nastiest, what you can feel was the most meanest thing that prophet could have said, even the harshest words of the prophet are aimed at drawing into a deeper relationship with God. Yes, it was harsh, but it was aimed at drawing you closer to God. If y'all, 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 y'all need a quick reminder, we need, we, need, we need a quick reminder. Can we, can we go to the scripture in John, the woman at the well? Y'all do know that, 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 that the conversation with the woman at the well was harsh. Y'all, will, watch this. Jesus will get canceled today for that conversation he had with the woman at the well. They were, he'd, get, he'd, he'd get banned and canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Go. Um, the woman at the well. Yes. Oh, she gets beat up a lot. All the time. And she gets used almost. All the time. Wrongly. It's, it's 52 Sundays in the year, and that lady show up for at least 45 of them. <laughs> I am I am so serious. Uh huh. Okay. I, I mean, she long gone and passed now. You out of here? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she like. Could y'all stop talking about me? But 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 she is a. Is is she a cautionary tale? No no. Because there are more stories. No, but she's a testament though. So the the the, the story of the woman at the well is so rich, and the reason I brought it back up was because we use the scripture when we're doing the church check in, right? Because that was part of his scripture from yesterday. That was the that was the beginning of his scripture from yesterday. Right, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I, right. You see, but she, but she has showed up. She stayed. She, 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 she. But has, her story is so rich because it's not both. just because she she gets used negatively because you know she was out there getting water and she'd been married five times and the woman and the, and the, and then the one she was dipped off with wasn't her husband. So she gets used often for that scenario. But then she also gets used. I mean, no, she gets used in, in I mean, that scenario and other. I mean, I've seen her being being used in good and bad yeah. and everything. Well, you tell the whole just, story, right. right? I just, I just. You just saying she overused. She's overused, and I'm I'm pretty sure if she could come back to life, she's like, let me tell y'all my business because y'all been not telling it wrong. But she <laughs> right, but she is an exactly what Sister Pitt says. She's a testimony that is needed to be shared because only because her story now. Especially now, in 2023, it fits so many people. It might fit more people now because people are more freer and more transparent than it did when my granddaddy was trying to preach it 55 years ago 
or your great-granddad or whoever, you know what I'm saying, people. So now, because the story is so rich, the reason I brought it back up, the reason I brought it back up was because of who she was and how people were dealing with her. If you look at this article where it talks about uh, uh, the, pro- the, the he, even the harshest words, that's why I brought it up, because there are very few there are the, the people would read how Jesus spoke to this woman and women and people would go, Oh my God, there's no love in that. But the, the, the goal was to bring her, draw her into Christ. That was the goal. And so that's why I brought it back up. That was the only reason I brought it back up. But I hear you. It is the woman at the well is preached. I, I would, I would probably say it's preached. At least once a month. It, well, I'm sure it's preached in some church every week. She no, she shows up. She shows up a little bit before Easter. <laughs> I promise you. And I'm like, you know, I I mean, I I heard about her. You know, I've least, never preached a woman in the well. At least, I mean, like, I was like, this, I've never preached a woman. In the you know, how I that. say there's always this like catchphrase word and yeah. everything. So like, you know, this year everybody's over there talking about mercy and grace. I was like, y'all showing sure up, beating up on this woman in this well because in the morning time when I am listening to uh, Cardinal uh, uh, Supich, is that, is that him? Supich. Yes. When I'm listening to him, he didn't he didn't at least touched on her twice. Not I was the like, Cardinal. Yeah. I was like, I mean, times somebody gonna keep showing up? He's like, you know, I just want to play the ghost soundtrack because she keeps showing up. I mean, I know she has many stories, and you could you know you could tell it, and people you know. You're a good preacher if you can tell it to where it is good, bad, and, you know, like the good, bad, and the ugly, but still get something out of it. Right. But I'm just, I'm like, is this um, is this the tour of the, the woman, the lady at the wheel? That's all. I, I, well, think, I, I think I'm just in my field. I think it's a tie between the woman at the well and the woman with the issue of blood. They they, they both get, they, 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 they cook. <laughs> And, and and you know what? And, this this and, is what I'm and, seeing. And Mary. And, and, and Mary. And Mary, who who who, who, who was mad? Right. Mary and Martha. Right. Yeah, like why she not helping me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I don't know if I just. I, I'm so sorry if it looks like I just got off topic, but it's no, no, like, good. It's like are these the top five? Well, they should say you, she used the man by the pool all the time. <laughs> if you, like you know you are you are uh, are you a full fledged Baptist <laughs> preacher when you didn't use all five of these women? In your, you know, all these women in your sermon, like so. I was like, you know, somebody, like you know, like somebody give me some, you know, some, like you know the it, what's that at um uh, what's that Women's Month around October, uh-huh. you know, and everything else like that. Uh-huh. You know, it's only you know good, good old Ruth shows up. I am so sorry, y'all, but I'm, I'm just I'm I'm a little bit overwhelmed with Maybe the woman at the wheel. I'm sorry, I got a little anxiety. Okay, that was a little PTSD. You got so it sorry. out. That's what you got it out though. Amen. Amen. Let's get it. So. Let- that whole segment right there needs to be a clip in the reel. We need to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> I won't let you do that. Uh, uh, the prophet's word, watch this. The prophet's word do not terminate upon the prophet. Think about that. The prophet's words, they don't stop at the prophet. They don't terminate. Because, see, it's not an allegiance to the prophet, but to the word of God that matters. This is where we get ourselves in trouble in the church. We make our allegiance to the prophet, to the one speaking the word, and not to the one he's speaking about. The word doesn't stop when I, when I, when I give the benediction. That didn't mean the word was over. Right? 
The prophet's words do not terminate upon the prophet. It's not an allegiance to the prophet, the pastor, the preacher, the apostle, but to the word of God that matters. This is not the case with the narcissist. When the narcissist stops, it all stops with him. It all ends. It, it, it starts and starts. It starts and stops with the narcissist. Sister Pitt says, that was funny. I mean, I'm sorry. Dorothy said, that was funny, time because I thought about that before, but sometimes it's good to me. <laughs> uh, Sister Pitt says, those women of the Old Testament were strong and stories of teaching. Yeah. Uh, Felicia said, this woman at the well. <laughs> Felicia said, oh, she said what you said, this woman and this well. <laughs> Tiny Black, say well again. <laughs> I dare to say well. Say say well. Fix your mouth to say W. You say woo woo woo. You can't. <laughs> right, right. Oh, why is she not helping me, Jesus? Why? Anything with why? Yeah, the woman, the woman with the issue, the wells, issues, and helping. Tanya don't want to hear him no more. All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. In the words of that pastor. Uh huh. Play something else. Sing something else. Sing something else. Preach something else. Preach something else. I know y'all been singing it all week. And she and look, and then it looked like so and so got a good word in it. Right. Since, <laughs> since she been pregnant, she been singing real. I need to find that video and play it. Oh God. Okay. Let me finish this up. Uh, here it goes. Last part. The writer says this. What happens when you discover that the prophet isn't actually speaking the words of God, but it's actually a narcissist? He says we will tackle that question next time <laughs> that's good this thing was good this was good y'all this is rich um i i hope you all got something from this man i do i thought it was i thought it was a healthy good conversation piece monday uh oh the white lady from london talking uh i thought it was a good healthy conversation piece the the, the article is right here i'm gonna drop it in the chat for y'all uh, Mary, look, Mary Magdalene too. Well, you know they they got up off Mary because they was on Mary for a long time too. Pope Mary Magdalene, they called Mary Magdalene a, 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 a hooker and everything. Yeah, they they talked about it. they called Mary all out her name. So um, yeah, we gonna we gonna get them up out of there. Uh, all right, there's the article, y'all, right there. So we gonna we gonna go and get it out there. Let's pray, and then we gonna go home. Father God, we thank you for the time we've had on tonight. God, we thank you. Uh, for this teaching tonight. God, we thank you for all the commenters. We thank you for all of those who are watching or listening via Block Talk Radio, those watching on all those Facebook pages and YouTube channels. God, we just thank you for them. God, we ask that you would bless their houses right now, wherever they are. Uh, bless their companies and their goings. God, bless their workplaces and spaces. Uh, bless and touch their families, wherever they may, uh, may be in need of right now. God, we pray now that as we get ready to leave this place, but never your presence, that you would give us all traveling mercies and grace. And if anybody about to eat any kind of food, because Lord knows I'm hungry, anybody food you're going to eat, we pray now that it would be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, y'all, this was good. I like this. This was good. Y'all y'all blessed me tonight. Ooh, them comments was coming, too. My God, y'all blessed me tonight. This was good. Hey, seriously, start looking at... Start looking at people. If it's always I, 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 and me, 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 if they ain't warming up to sing, you ought to start checking on them, me, 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 me. If they ain't warming up to sing, you ought to start looking at them real funny. Start checking them out. Start checking them out. All right, so look, we're going to get up out of here. 
uh, we got to get uh, hit these streets. But if you got to drive through these very same streets, you know the ones we call Chicago. Do me a favor. My brothers and my sisters, keep your head, no matter how big it is, on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O. We are. With your hands lifted up, sir. 